Hey, happy Saturday, everyone. Uh, this is Nick Miller checking in for a solo episode of Vikings Happy Hour brought to you by Climbing the Pocket. Uh, well, first off, I want to start uh, by thanking our sponsors, uh, Lake Monster Brewing. That's Badass Word Art and Eastside Jiu-Jitsu. Uh, they make everything possible. Uh, hope you guys are not recovering from uh, another Vikings loss. I personally have been um, out of the country uh, for the last two weeks. Um, uh, so I wanted to get back. I'm still a little jet lagged, but uh, couldn't resist dropping uh, my Vikings takes here uh, for you guys. Um, I was joked this morning on Twitter. So I've been out of the country for two weeks and the Vikings are 0-2. So I think you can take those uh, those two losses and blame them squarely on me. Uh, if we go 15 uh, and 2 the rest of the season, uh, which I don't know that we will, but if we do, then we know that it was definitely just uh, uh, me jinxing the team. Uh, but anyway, I just want to come in here for about 10 or 15 minutes and and drop some thoughts on where I see the team uh, so far this year uh, and maybe what we can expect uh, over the next uh, few weeks. So uh, let me start off with some uh, bad news and I can go to uh, some good news. So uh, we can't run the ball. Um, we cannot hold on to the ball. Uh, we're starting every uh, offensive drive at teams uh, by uh, it's dipping our hands in butter uh, and seeing how we can fumble the ball or any sort of goofy mistakes. It seems like our uh, luck uh, from last year uh, and, and turnovers and the ball just bouncing our way uh, from different times has ended. Uh, and that's that's the give and the take of, of NFL. Um, and so uh, our luck's coming to on that front. Um, we can't really stop the run. I know the Eagles are a great uh, offensive running team with those offensive linemen, uh, starting with Jason Kelly or Kelsey uh, in this in the center. Um, and so we can't stop the run. Um, we can't hold on to the ball and we can't throw the ball. Those are the three uh, kind of pillars of combination uh, that if you'd have told any football coach in the 80s or 90s, uh, that's a recipe of disaster. We, so we can't win the trenches. And we're dealing with some injuries. We lost uh, Ali Udo for the season. Christian Darisol has been banged up. I don't. I think Marcus Davenport played just a few snaps, tried to give it a go on Thursday night. Um, so uh, we're not in the best place uh, on that front either. However, getting in some good news. First of all, as we're recording this on Saturday, you're going to watch a full day of football tomorrow, and the Vikings cannot hurt you. Uh, there will be at least another week until that happens. Um, but that being said, uh, we are doing things that a lot of modern, um, a modern NFL team uh, should do uh, that we can accomplish. One, we're throwing the ball really well. Uh, Kirk Cousins has been, you know, fantastic. He's had a few turnovers. I think that, you know, watching back um, that uh, KJ Osborne uh, interception throw uh, last week into the Buccaneers is not his fault. Just trying to squeeze in a tight window. Uh, those kind of fluke plays happen. Uh, the two fumbles on sacks, um, you know, it's, uh, that's kind of the fire you play with uh, when, you know, you have, um, you know, one uh, heavy blitzing teams that have good players off the edge and uh, an offensive line that's uh, banged up a little bit, you know, with your starting left tackle. Um, so, but beyond that, I mean, Kirk Cousins has done everything that we've, we've asked of him. Uh, he's killing it. I think he's averaging you know, about 350 yards or, or around there per game, throwing the ball. Um, Justin Jefferson has been uh, nothing short of amazing. Uh, he's got 300 yards uh, through two games, which is incredible. Uh, hasn't found the end zone uh, in part because of uh, what is, I don't know if it's the worst rule of football, but it's certainly the most frustrating uh, for your team uh, when you fumble out of the back of the end zone for you know a touchback. So I'm sure he's frustrated, emphasized his new captain role is something that, you know, saying that he can't do that or, and taking responsibility um, for that. 
Uh, Jordan Addison has been amazing uh, first two weeks. Two weeks, two touchdowns. Not really much you can uh, ask better uh, from the rookie. Um, KJ Osborne has been up and down uh, so far. He's had some a nice few plays, but and TJ Hawkinson has been um, you know great. Obviously scoring two touchdowns on Thursday night. Um, a little bit of quiet week one, um, but uh, you know he's he's come back from his injuries um, during training camp you know, fairly well and really reacclimating with the team. So when you look at it from that perspective, the offensive throwing the ball is cooking. When it comes to running, I'm uh, not really sure, you know, what the the big deal is there. Um, I think that, you know, you have some injuries up front um, and you are creating turnovers where, you know, you get yourself behind in the game um, and you're trying to feed, you know, your best player on your team and, and Justin Jefferson, um, it can cause some issues. But uh, what they're doing, and Kevin O'Connell said it himself, that running attack is not sustainable uh, moving forward. You can't rely on the passing game uh, to continue like that. So, um, you know, we also were facing two uh, incredibly good fronts um, these past two weeks um, in the interior of those defensive lines. Um, I would expect over the next few weeks um, that the Vikings will have a much easier time uh, moving the ball um, up the middle, and especially with a, which I'm sure is going to be a recommitment to the run. Um, this upcoming week against the Chargers, uh, they were going to see that improve over the next few weeks. And if not, then yikes. Um, it's going to be a tough sled uh, moving forward. Uh, a lot of straight drop uh, back passing from um, Kirk Cousins uh, will limit the ability. You know, we all know that, um, you know, play action isn't play action success isn't determined by, you know, running the ball. Um, but, you know, if, you know, those those bootleg and those bootleg counters and the defense reacting to that and some of the things that work so well in week two, um, you know, those things might, you know, start to struggle if we can't move the ball um, on the ground. Now, on defense, uh, it's been pretty uh, interesting. I, I think that our defense is showing up better than expected. Um, I think that the defense is built, you know, if you just look at roster construction, it's built to help try to stop the pass. Uh, you know, we have kept six safeties. There's been a lot of, um, you know, uh, big nickel, uh, big dime looks uh, so far on defense. Uh, you've had some of those safeties stand up at play, but uh, at the same time, it just, you know, running against uh, the Eagles ran the ball at will. Uh, I remember that one drive was just straight demoralizing where the Eagles just basically ran you know, the entire drive down our throats. And, you know, whenever a team can impose their will like that, it's very demoralizing for the defense. But they stuck with it uh, for the rest of the game. Um, I think that our, you know, part of that is just personnel. You know, you can't only do so much um, with, with players on the field. I mean, we have Harrison Phillips, but, you know, our other – uh, interior defensive linemen are not what I would say, you know, typically starting caliber um, this this year. Um, you know, we lost some pieces like Dalvin Tomlinson in the past. You know, sometimes you just can't, you know, keep paying players to continue. And we always knew that um, this year was kind of going to be a rebuilding year on defense uh, after last year, and especially switching, you know, coordinators and switching um, the, uh, you know, overall general scheme to the Brian Flores defense. I would say on the scheme front, though, um, there are many times in which we did not have a big front, having a lot of, you know, small players up at the line of scrimmage, um, which is great and being nimble and responding to, you know, pass game. Uh, and it's shown that. Um, but when you don't bring in the heavies on uh, the stop on defense, it's going to run right through you. So if you think if you take the overall general philosophy that um, Kevin O'Connell wants to have for a modern NFL team is stopping the pass and throwing the ball. Uh, we're doing both those things very well. Now, if we were to stop the turnovers, which is consistent no matter what era of football you're in, 
uh, we might be two and zero right now, um, but we can't stay clean and play, you know, football um, that way and hold on to it. So uh, between those factors, we're sitting here at zero and two. Um, you know, I, I I think that they're, you know, the the positives are still there though because I don't think that we're going to keep you know, knock on wood, uh, but I don't think we're going to keep turning the ball over three or four times per game. So uh, I think that the chances of us rebounding over the next few weeks and, and putting some wins on the board, um, you know, are high probability, especially going against teams like the Chargers and Panthers, which are both winnable games. Um, you know, what I will say, though, is we have lost six straight games uh, as a team. So going back to the playoffs last year and three preseason games and then you know, the two so far this season, I know that the preseason games don't come for much and we don't take those very seriously. But, you know, when you go 0-6, you know, straight and anything, um, you kind of have a monkey on your back. Uh, and so I think that this upcoming week against the Chargers, especially being at home, um, is going to be uh, pretty important for the Vikings to, um, you know, rally and really let that culture shine through. Because if you get to 0-3 uh, with another loss um, at home, I think that that's going to be fairly, you know, demoralizing uh, for this team. So it's tough to say, you know, so early in the season uh, that, you know, these games are must win. But, you know, if you're getting down to, to 0-3, um, you know, heading into the season when you have big expectations against two, you know, teams like the the Chargers and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which you expected to win, um, you know, that's that's a real problem to start the season. Um, talking at things on the individual level, um, you know, looking at, uh, so a uh, friend of the show, uh, Vikes Insider on Twitter at Vikes Insider, uh, posted some of the PFF scores, uh, over the last few weeks. And, um, you know, a lot of notable, <laughs> typical players up to Justin Jefferson's obviously killing it, but, uh, we couldn't be happier with the play out of Ivan Pace so far. Uh, I think that he's got an insane, like 94, 95 grade in rushing the, the passer, uh, right now, which, um is is just amazing i know it's a very small sample size but if he stays up anywhere near that clip um he's gonna be in contention of rookie of the year and all that but i'm getting the cart way before the horse uh, on that front i think some of the safeties and defensive backs are playing well mckay blackman's having a good start to the year uh, i think daniel hunter has four sacks already this year so he is as advertised you know some of our other depth players so far um you know haven't really done done best i mean we have we run zero and two but i i think that there's some good building blocks you know throughout the year that you know once we get this scheme refined you know maybe we can find some better ways to to stop the run that we might be able to you know uh right the ship a little bit here uh heading into the season but you know kind of stepping out broader um you know just kind of looking where things stand uh overall and what our expectations were um going into the year um i think i and, and others um for a while have been saying um, that uh, this is probably not a Super Bowl contender. Uh, and that's something that I think a number of Vikings fans uh, weren't willing to accept uh, heading into the season, especially coming off 13-4. Uh, but we moved on from a lot of veterans. We brought in a lot of young players coming off their first contract for prove-it-type roles that maybe had some injuries in the past, like Marcus Danport or, or Byron Murphy. Um, and you know, we're, we're rebuilding on defense. Um, so uh, to expect us to come out and you know just blow the NFL away and, and make our magical run to the Super Bowl this year. I just don't think we're we're in the cards. Um, so we're seeing a little bit more of the rebuild side of the competitive rebuild, and that's fine. Um, I think that that is, is needed, uh, especially on the on the defensive front, in order to make this team a true contender um, moving forward. Um, 
So if you had that expectations correctly, I mean, you were probably expecting, you know, these first two weeks going against the Eagles that we'd, we'd be one and one anyway. So, you know, there's still 15 weeks left in the season. Uh, there's a lot of football to be played. There's still a lot of, a lot of winnable games. Um, you know, we're, we're doing a lot of things well um, both on both sides of the ball. Uh, we just clean things up. I, I think that this still can be, you know, a salvageable season. Um, you know, if we're have the expectations of maybe, you know, sneaking into the playoffs, even winning the division and then, you know, seeing where, where things go in the playoffs from there. Um, but, you know, even let's say worst, worst case scenario, we keep, you know, injuries pile up turnovers don't stop. We keep playing sloppy football. You know, we were, this is a rebuildy type year anyway. Uh, we can look at, you know, if you check out uh, Miles on uh, Purple Daily on draft um, and, and talk about, you know, what prospects are looking back at in the NFL draft next April, there's a lot of good quarterbacks. Um, and while Kirk's been playing, you know, amazing and lights out so far, you know, he's 35 years old, so we'll see what comes of it. So if we were to have, you know, a slightly down season below expectations, and that puts us in a better spot to, to draft a, a quarterback early in the draft, you know, that's not the worst thing in the world either. So uh, basically, if you can't tell uh, from this episode, if we had a 10 being uh, light my hair on fire, you know, this is the worst case scenario uh, to, you know, one being, you know, we're no panic at all. I'd still probably put it like a three or four. Uh, I, d I don't know that there's much. I mean, we're the record isn't where we want to be, um, but there are a lot of th simple things that we can clean up on turnovers, and there's a lot of things that we're doing well. Um, so uh, I'm still feeling okay about where, where things are on the season so far. Um, you know, we'll check back over the next few weeks and kind of kind of gauge where we are. But um, you know, I would just stay tuned, stay patient. I know there's a lot of people on Twitter that want to go for. Uh, Quasi Duffelmans's head, and are starting to doubt, you know, Kevin O'Connell and and the whole you know Viking scheme and their approach. And I would just say, stay patient. I mean, we had a magical season last year where things bounced our way. We we're probably, as a team wise, if you look at the advanced metrics, closer to you know 500 or slightly above team. And we've had a few bad bounces this year, and that's putting our record a little bit lower, you know, than what it should be. But overall, uh, you know, we're kind of you know, middle of the road team, but we have a lot of young players and all of opportunity to advance moving forward. And so, you know, we moved on from Rick Spielman and Mike Zimmer for a reason. It was the roster and the culture was in a, a bad place. The salary cap was in a bad place. We started to write the ship on uh, any number of those, actually all those areas. Um, and, you know, looking into this year, we continue to make strides. Uh, you know, we find either a franchise quarterback, lock Kirk up and add a few more pieces. You know, I, I think that we can, be a good team moving forward. So for all these, just give them time to, uh, you know, get things settled. Let's give them, this is the first time uh, that Kevin O'Connell's team has faced adversary. Advis yeah, I can't speak. Adversary. Um, and, uh, you know, they didn't lose back-to-back -back games last year. Um, and so they lost back-to-back -back games this year and, you know, and they did to turn around and, you know, let's see what happens over the next few weeks. So overall message, things didn't, go as we expected uh things are still i think okay just be patient and uh, let's see how the next few weeks fold out and then from there we'll have a better sign of you know where exactly this season stands so um yeah i want to thank all of you for for joining uh me today on this saturday um you know i enjoy uh tomorrow uh and and watching the rest of the nfl hopefully your fancy teams do well um and i'll be uh signed out and uh join you guys here again uh, if you like our content, you want to hear more throughout the year, uh, you know, follow us on YouTube uh, and subscribe and uh, we'll see you later. Thanks for checking in.